I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I have developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. We're reading the Old Testament chronologically, not sequentially as they show up in the Old Testament books of the Bible. And therefore, we'll be looking at um, Psalms 56, 120, 140, 141, 142 today, which were written about the time as we're reading First Samuel, the first one here written by David, Psalm 56. And the subtitle of this one says, To the chief musician upon Jonath Elam Rechakim, victim of David, when the Philistines took him in Goth. Verse 1 says, Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresseth me. Mine enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O thou most high. What time I am afraid I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Every day they rest my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Shall they escape by iniquity? In thine anger cast down the people, O God. Thou tellest my wanderings. Put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. In God will I praise his word. In the Lord will I praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Thy vows are upon me, O God. I will render praises unto thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Wilt not thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? Now, by the way, in the subtitles, you have some vocabulary there that uh, may be a little confusing, uh, may not know exactly what it means. Well, on uh, several pages of the Psalms, I have um, uh, an article in the pink box to the right of this screen, as a matter of fact, on the written notes of BibleTrack.org entitled Psalms, subtitle, and it's a glossary for such, taken from the Easton's Bible Dictionary. So consult the written notes on BibleTrack.org to get the um, subtitles and what they mean. According to the superscription of this psalm, it was written on the occasion of 1 Samuel chapter 21, verses 10 through 15. That's where we're reading in Samuel right now. You'll remember when uh, David fled to the safety of the Philistines for refuge because Saul was trying to kill him. Well, David shows up in Goth and acts insane so as to create the impression that he's no threat to them any longer. Those weren't the best times for David, but he wrote this psalm during that time of crisis. As you can see from this psalm, David is pretty certain he's experiencing just a temporary setback. After all, he is the king of Israel. Unfortunately, he and Samuel are the only ones at this point in time who know about it. Saul's coming to that realization, and, well, therein lies the big problem. Because of God's promise, David is able to say in verse 4, In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. 
I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. When God makes a covenant, God never, never, never violates his own covenant. David's been anointed king of Israel by Samuel himself. It happened back in 1 Samuel chapter 16. Undoubtedly, it's for this reason that David can proclaim in verse 9, When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is with me. David knew that he was living under the umbrella of God's covenant, and he knew that he was serving God's purpose. That brings us to Psalm 120, where we have a prayer for deliverance. The subtitle says, A Song of Degrees. If you'd like more information on what that means, then consult the written notes of BibleTrack.org for today's reading and look at the glossary of uh, those terms on the right-hand side of the page. Verse 1. In my distress I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given unto thee, or what shall be done unto thee, thou false tongue? Sharp arrows of the mighty with coals of a juniper. Woe is me that I sojourn in Mesech, that I dwell in the tents of Kedar. My soul hath long dwelt with him that hateth peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. Well, here's what he starts out with. He says, In my distress I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. Now, these words are likely written while David was fleeing Saul's death sentence in 1 Samuel chapters 21 and 22, although we have no way of knowing exactly when this psalm was penned. There are two geographic references in this psalm. Mesech, also pronounced Meshach in certain passages. We see a reference to that. It's first reference, as a matter of fact, in Genesis chapter 10, verse 2. The second geographic location is Kedar. We see that in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 10, located in the Syro-Arabian desert. And uh, these are too far apart, by the way, to be literal locations where David is residing at the time. He undoubtedly uses these place names to suggest being far from home. Notice how David sums up his circumstances in verse 7 when he says, I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. In Psalm 140, we have a psalm of deliverance, another one. To the chief musician, a psalm of David, it says in the subtitle, verse 1, Deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man, preserve me from the violent man, which imagine mischiefs in their heart. Continually are they gathered together for war. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Adder's poison is under their lips, Selah. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from the violent men who have purpose to overthrow my goings. The proud have hit a snare for me and cords. They have spread a net by the wayside. They have set gins for me. Selah. I said unto the Lord, Thou art my God. Hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. O God, the Lord, the strength of my salvation, Thou hast covered my head on the day of battle. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked, further not his wicked device, lest they exalt themselves, Selah. As for the head of those that compass me about, let the mischief of their own lips cover them. Let burning coals fall upon them, let them be cast into the fire, into deep pits, that they rise not up again. Let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and the right of the poor. 
Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto thy name, the upright shall dwell in thy presence. Now, it's likely that Psalms 140, 141, and 142 were written in about the same time period as uh, what we're reading in David's life right here. As a matter of fact, the introduction to Psalm 142, which we'll be looking at in a few moments, references having been written from the cave. This could be the cave of Adullam in 1 Samuel chapter 22, or perhaps the cave at En Gedi in 1 Samuel chapter 24. Now, that would place this writing during the period of time when he's hiding in the cave from Saul. David asked for deliverance from his enemies. It's interesting that David never mentions Saul by name when referencing his enemies. By the way, Paul quotes a portion of verse 3 in Romans chapter 3, verse 13. In Psalm 141, David please keep me from evil. The subtitle says, A Psalm of David. Verse 1, Lord, I cry unto thee, make haste unto me, give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense, and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, keep the door of my lips. Incline not my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men that work iniquity, and let me not eat of their dainties. Let the righteous smite me, it shall be a kindness, and let him reprove me. It shall be an excellent oil, which shall not break my head, for yet my prayer also shall be in their calamities. When their judges are overthrown in stony places, they shall hear my words, for they are sweet." Our bones are scattered at the grave's mouth, as when one cutteth and cleaveth wood upon the earth. But mine eyes are unto thee, O God the Lord, in thee is my trust. Leave not my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares which they have laid for me, and the gins of the workers of iniquity. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, whilst that I withal escape." This psalm of David seems to flow with Psalm 140 and 142. Of course, it's in between both of those. It's likely, therefore, that it was written from the cave at the same time as 142, which, as I mentioned earlier, we'll be looking at as the next psalm. David expresses his strong desire here to speak and act only in a way that's pleasing to God. People tend to develop a more cohesive relationship with God during times of distress. Isn't that so? David's adversity here draws him into a closer walk with God. Psalm 142, I cried unto the Lord. This subtitle for this psalm says, Maskell of David, a prayer when he was in the cave. Verse 1, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked, have they privily laid a snare for me. I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto the Lord. I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living." Attend unto my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me.
Now, the subtitle here references a cave. This could be the cave of Adullam in 1 Samuel chapter 22, or perhaps the cave at En Gedi in 1 Samuel chapter 24. In both instances, David's fleeing the wrath of Saul. Yet he has time to write some poetry, not to mention the presence of mind to do so. We really get some insight into the thinking processes that's going on in David's mind during this period of rejection. David feels that God is all he has, and he looks forward to the time when his soul is delivered out of prison, and he's once again surrounded by righteous people and experiencing bountiful blessings from God. I'm struck by the expression of helplessness from this future reigning king of Israel. Notice David's own words about his plight in verse 3 where he says, My spirit was overwhelmed within me. He also says in verse 3, They privily laid a snare for me. In verse 4 he says, There was no man that would know me. And again in verse 4, Refuge failed me. And again in verse 4, No man cared for my soul. And then in verse 6 he says, I am brought very low. And, and you think you've got problems. It just goes to show you when it seems hopeless, God is really the one in control. It's important to keep in mind that David had been anointed king of Israel prior to this occasion, all the way back in 1 Samuel chapter 16. So let's make an observation here. The road to success isn't always paved. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Fayette Bible Church, Paul Walker.